Hi, I'm your host, Koi, and thank you for listening to this episode of Crime Nerds. There are currently 31 million YouTube channels, and some people make a lot of money from it. From toy reviews, to real estate with Ryan Serhant, to Jake Paul, Logan Paul, and however many other Pauls there are. And this episode is about a young mother who started a very successful YouTube channel in the early days of YouTube. This is the story of Tamisha Ridge. Tamisha Ridge went by her nickname, Misha, which would later go on to become the brand name of her YouTube channels, Misha TV and Misha DIY. Growing up, Misha was very creative. She loved drawing and designing her own clothes, and by the time she was 26 years old in 2009, Misha had a YouTube channel, where she made her own clothes and taught people how to sew so that they could make their own clothes. Misha had two young children at the time, her son, Savion, and her daughter, Mishalo. In 2010, Misha moved to Los Angeles to be more involved in the fashion industry, and she also attended El Camino College. While in LA, Misha's YouTube channel continued to grow. She began making a little bit of money selling some fabric online, and everything just seemed like it was going perfect in her life. And as perfect as everything seemed, Misha had no idea what was right around the corner. Misha was recovering from an abusive relationship from a guy named Antoine Green who was the father of her daughter. Not only was Antoine the father of her child, but he was her first real relationship. But once Antoine became abusive, Misha left. After Misha and Antoine split up, he ended up getting arrested in 2011 for a domestic battery on another female, which was his fifth domestic battery conviction. And from there, he was sentenced to three years in prison. Now, Misha and Antoine, they were separated for a few years before he ended up going to prison, so they weren't together whenever she moved to Los Angeles in 2010. But while she was in college, she met a guy named Herzel. Misha and Herzel, they immediately clicked. Not only was he interested in fashion like she was, but he was also religious, which was a huge part of her life. And everything just seemed like a perfect relationship for the two of them. After a few dates, Misha mentioned to Herzel that she had a YouTube channel, and he was not only impressed, but he loved the videos that she was making. Herzel ended up joining Misha working on the YouTube channel, and he handled the business side of everything as far as selling things, finding sponsors, and recording Misha doing her sewing. Herzel and Misha, they fell in love quickly with one another. They grew the business together, they traveled, they went to church together, and they even got married fairly quickly and Misha made her own wedding dress. And that wasn't the only thing they had because they had a baby girl on the way. Misha's YouTube subscribers also grew from 10 to 60,000 and then it quickly jumped to 120,000. And then they started making quite a bit of money together. And as great as things seemed to be going for Misha, they wouldn't last for long. 
Antoine was released from prison in 2012 after serving just a portion of his sentence, and he wasted no time getting back in Misha's life. Antoine, he first used their child as a way to come back into her life. He would call and claim that he changed, he was different, he was sorry, and that he just wanted to be a good father. And at first, Misha kept her guard up. She allowed him to talk to their daughter on the phone, and that was it. This went on for a little while before Herzel found out about it, which led to arguing and just a strain on the relationship between Herzel and Misha, because Herzel didn't think that Antoine should be in their lives at all. As the phone calls continued, Antoine tried to carry on more personal conversations with Misha and not just talk to their daughter, and this just caused more arguing, jealousy, and stress between Herzel and Misha. While the arguing with Herzel never turned into physical abuse, the arguing just didn't stop. The arguing back and forth went on for several weeks. Then Misha made a decision that she thought was going to be best for her and the children. She left the house in the middle of the night to go stay with a friend from church. She ended up finding a house on the outskirts of Los Angeles for them to live in. And she decided that for now she just wanted to be by herself with her kids and run her business. By August of 2013, her YouTube subscribers reached over 150,000. She was continuing to grow her business and she had no idea who could have been within the 150,000 people watching her. Not long after moving into her new house, Antoine showed up at the door. Misha was kind of shocked at how he could have found her, but he said that he was told where she was from a mutual friend. Once again, Antoine used their daughter to try and gain Misha's trust. Misha allowed him to visit with their daughter and he began talking about how he wanted to be a family again and how he just wanted to be back together with Misha. But Misha stood her ground. She explained that she would allow him to see their daughter but after everything that he put her through, she would never go back to him. And then Antoine physically attacked her in front of their daughter. Misha's son Savion was able to call his grandma, Tina. He told Tina that Antoine had Misha's phone, her car keys, and he wouldn't let anyone leave the house. So Tina called Larry, Misha's brother, and explained everything that was going on to him. Larry called a friend of his that was a cop and explained to the friend everything that was going on with his sister, her kids, how they were being held hostage by her ex who just got out of prison for domestic battery. And then the police began to make a move for Misha. A detective wearing regular looking clothes went to Misha's house. Antoine allowed Misha to answer the door and was just telling her to make that lady leave. The detective played it off that she was a social worker checking on the kids because they weren't in school. Misha was able to signal to the detective where Antoine was in the house. The detective said that she just needed to make sure that the kids were okay. And once the kids and Misha were by the front door, she got them out of the house. And then several cops surrounded the house. They ended up finding Antoine hiding in the attic and arrested him. And from there, I don't know exactly what charges he was facing from... Los Angeles, but he ended up getting extradited back to Texas for a parole violation. After going through this nightmare, Misha moved back to Sacramento, California. She moved right down the street from Tina and started her life over again, this time with her family around. She continued to grow her YouTube business, and part of what made Misha's business so successful was how personable she was. She shared things that were going on in her life with her kids and her family with all of her followers. And that didn't change when she got back to Sacramento. If there was a downside to this successful business that she was running, it was this. Because posting videos in a house with family members, it could tell someone exactly where she was. Especially if that someone was familiar with the house and the family members.
Over the last few years, I've been writing a fictional book called One Moment, and it's now available on Amazon. It's based in St. Augustine, Florida, and it tells the story of Micah and Sarah. After spending six years in the army, Micah returned to his hometown. Returning home was never part of his plan, but after the physical, emotional, and mental stress from war, home was the best place for him. Sarah is beginning to put her life back together after escaping an abusive marriage. At 24 years old, she's a 911 dispatcher living in St. Augustine. While she is starting to heal, she crosses paths with Micah. Immediately, there is an undeniable connection between the two of them, and they know that they were put in each other's lives for a reason. When Sarah's jealous and abusive ex-husband finds out about the new relationship, he has to get involved himself. While this puts a strain on Sarah and Micah's relationship, dark secrets begin to come out, and they learn that maybe you never truly know someone, and sometimes the best and the worst things in life can all be traced back to one moment. One Moment's available now on Amazon. It's $9.99 for a paperback copy and $2.99 for an ebook. The Amazon link is in the show notes, and if you read it, I really hope you enjoy it, and please let me know what you think of it. In 2014, Misha's business was bigger than ever and she reached over 200,000 subscribers. She was making around $7,000 a week and she rented out an actual office space instead of just using her room in the house. She even had to hire three people to help keep up with supply orders from viewers and to help make different clothing items. Around that time, Herzel went to a family barbecue that Misha's family was having in order to see his daughter. At the barbecue, Herzel was served with divorce papers, which he didn't take too well. As he began freaking out at this family barbecue, Misha's family stepped in, they calmed him down a bit, and then he left. In May of 2014, Misha's cousin Valencia came to visit her from Nebraska, and she brought with her a childhood friend of theirs, Trigg. Misha and Trigg started catching up as she showed Trigg and Valencia around her new office space, and Misha and Trigg really had a connection. But after everything that Misha had gone through, she was hesitant to start a relationship. Over the next couple of days, they did go on a couple of dates and they spent more time together, but they weren't in a relationship. Misha was just trying to enjoy her life and have some fun. And as she's spending more and more time with Trig, Misha notices something that kind of stood out to her. She saw the same white car driving around her neighborhood several times throughout the night. She could never see who was in it, but it concerned her enough to tell Valencia about it. On Mother's Day, May 11th, 2014, Misha uploaded a video to her YouTube channel. The video wasn't about making clothes or any sort of fashion. It was simply to wish all of her followers a happy Mother's Day. And she ended the video by smiling and blowing kisses into the camera. Right after the video posted, Antoine called her, blowing up her phone, trying to reach her. She answered the first few times, telling him to stop calling. She didn't want to talk to him, but he just kept calling and calling and calling more. Eventually, she just started ignoring his calls. That night, Misha went to a neighborhood house party with Trig and Valencia. At the party, she began receiving very concerning text messages. And it started with Antoine. He began calling her names and even saying that he saw her with Trig. Then Herzel happened to chime in, and he was wanting to talk about the divorce. Antoine then sent her a picture. He had her name tattooed across his stomach. And he said that this was a gift for her. Because, you know, that's the gift everyone wants from their ex that they just had arrested. 
Misha was just at this party trying to enjoy herself, trying to enjoy a Mother's Day evening and having to bounce back and forth between these two guys texting her at the same time, both wanting to talk or argue about different things, whatever they wanted. And she ended up just ignoring both of them and tried to have a good night with Trig and Valencia. As the night went on, Misha was able to finally enjoy herself. Until around 2 in the morning when they all went back to the house. Misha and Valencia said goodnight to each other and then Misha and Trig went to bed together. At 4 in the morning, a man carrying a sawed off shotgun walked into the house through an unlocked back door. The man made his way through the house to Misha's bedroom where Misha was lying asleep next to Trig. Trig woke up as the man pointed the gun at the bed, and then he fired the gun. The man then turned around and ran out of the room. Trig began yelling and ran to wake Valencia up, saying that Misha had been shot. Trig then ran out of the house and he drove off in Misha's car. At the time, Valencia was confused and shocked she had no idea what was going on, but she later found out that Trig tried chasing down the shooter. As Valencia made her way to Misha's room, she found that Misha had died from a gunshot wound to the head. When the cops arrived, Valencia still didn't know why Trig left. She didn't know anything about the guy who walked in the back door. The only thing she knew was that Misha was shot and Trig took off running in Misha's car. Which didn't look good for Trig. Detectives found that the shotgun was dropped on the floor near Misha's bed. There was a trail of blood that led from where the shotgun fell through the house all the way out the door, so they believed that something happened where the shooter was injured. As the sun came up, there was still no sign of Trig. Eventually, Valencia was able to get a hold of him and he showed back up. He was immediately detained by the cops, but then he began giving his side of the story. Trig said that he was woken up by a noise, and then he saw a man with a gun standing over the bed. When police asked if he saw the gunman's face, Trig said that he did. But then all of a sudden, he didn't want to cooperate too much and he wouldn't say if he knew the man or not. As police were still doing their interview with Trigg, trying to get any information from him, it would turn out that they wouldn't need much more from him. Because at 9.30 that morning, Antoine turned himself into the Sacramento Police Department. But he didn't turn himself in for murder. He did it for a parole violation charge. And when he turned himself in, he had a fresh injury to his nose. As cops placed him in handcuffs, he broke down crying. Detectives were quick to interview him and he denied having anything to do with Misha's murder. But detectives had a big piece of evidence. The blood trail. And the DNA from that blood came back as a match to Antoine. So detectives believe that when Antoine fired the shotgun, the way that he was holding it caused the gun to recoil back and hit him in the nose. Which caused enough pain to make him drop the gun and start bleeding. Misha's case went to trial and Antoine was found guilty of murder and sentenced to 75 years in prison. Misha's life was taken way too soon, and to this day her family still goes back to watch her YouTube videos to see Misha laughing and smiling. Some of her followers have even reached out to Misha's family saying that after hearing Misha's story, it helped them leave abusive relationships themselves. And that will bring us to a conclusion of today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Crime Nerds. 